0: Hi everyone, this is Benna, and today we'll be talking about grief. But grief in the sense of, like, grief can mean many things to so many different people. And I want to start off with, because this is like a sports psychology-focused podcast, people assume that there'll be only sports talks. That is not true. What I'm trying to do here is to show you that athletes and athletes families go through exactly the same things that every other human in the world goes through. In fact, sometimes they they go through it heavier and sometimes they go through it very they go through it more silently because there is a pressure on their so- shoulders and that's what we're trying to break here. I want to talk to you about some of the myths about grief, so let's start off with that. So, myth one is the pain goes away quicker if you ignore it. Let's talk about this for a second. Ignorance is never, ever the answer about anything, especially when it comes to accepting something. And this is, let's take an example. Let's take person A. And let's see that person A is trying to get over their loss by in fact it's it's even wrong to say like get over. You don't get over things like that. They always stay there. You just accept it. So let's say acceptance. But we're gonna that's acceptance is our last step. So let's take it this way. The pain. The pain goes away if you ignore it. So this could be if you are like a guru who has learned over the years to like step over broken glass or step over uh, fire and not feel anything by focusing on somewhere else or taking yourself into another parallel universe. But most of us are normal human beings with minimum capability over our emotions. That's why we're all here. Um, so this is a false uh, and it's a myth. The pain does not go away if you ignore it. If you see someone around you, this could be you as well. You could try to see the symptoms for yourself. That they act like there has not been a loss. Now, this is not a way to approach it. And you need to take this person or yourself through these several steps of grief. Um, I'll get into it in a second. There is by... um, We'll talk about Professor and her five stages of grief and how it should be handled. How to handle losing someone. Um, in fact, this was a podcast that I've been, it was on my list. Like I have a list of things that I like to speak about. Sometimes so I just get them my phone like, okay, this is one more thing I'm going to talk about because being like a rugby wife, <laughs> I'm in so many like WhatsApp channels, Facebook groups, and we, we do talk about each other. I can say like, I'm happy to be surrounded by people who talk about their emotions with me. And... I talk back even though I'm not really an emotionally expressive person and I try to be more because I know that is not right, the right way to go. Um, but if, if you do notice someone who ignores it, you have to take them through these steps of healing and acceptance. Now, second myth. It is important to be strong. No, it isn't being strong does not belong to the whole stages of grieving in fact being strong doesn't need to be in everything in life if you have so many different emotions why would you think that you have to just be one of them you know you can be sad you can this is the same thing as you you always must be happy when people sometimes ask me like how do you feel okay <laughs> I, you'll like rarely find me saying I feel happy because I'm not someone that uses that word generously, even though because I know how happy means so many different things to people. If happy for you means content, then yes, I'll say I was content. If happy means you jumping up and down, not being able to shut yourself up because you're so excited, then I don't find myself often that way. I'm more like a neutral person. Um, So I will say as being happy or sad, being strong should also have its own times to show itself. And grieving to begin with is not one of those times to show being strong. Because you can't exactly, you have to fall to get back up. It is not possible for anyone to keep getting a hit and staying up. Unless you're rocky and congratulations, i really like to meet you. But talking about general public, you have to learn to fall down to learn how to get back up because you will never have experienced that. And that's how you'll actually find the strength. You can't just be strong. And you need to show you in in the grieving stages you need to show your real feelings because in the long run this will help people to understand you and vice versa and be able to help you if they see you sad you'll see people around you but sometimes putting walls up like trying to always seem strong can actually push people away because then people might think that you don't need anything and in fact. Even for me, it's something I experience sometimes. I try to stay strong with many things and I find my friends saying, oh, you just look like you don't need help. But trust me, guys, everyone needs help. (laughs) I'm not blaming them. I'm like, yes, I need help. But we all need help. Myth three, if you aren't crying, you aren't sad. That is just not true. Just trying to keep a clean language here. Some people show their emotions much differently than crying. In fact, crying isn't an emotion. Crying is a way of showing your feeling. And the way you show your emotion can change in so many different ways. Um, Grieving. This is like the myth number four. People say grieving takes about a year. Who said so? How can you possibly decide on how long it's going to take for someone to get over something that they already probably just know it themselves? It just doesn't make sense. Grieving is unique to everyone. Hence why all the timing and the ways of going through those stages are also unique. So please understand if there's someone grieving around you or someone who's lost someone around them, you cannot possibly expect for them to get over it in the mind in a time set that you have in your mind. Um I often see cases where other than the person who's who's trying to get over or like heal from a loss, there's also people like the partners of these people Who get a bit impatient and they just want that person to be the same as they are. But what we need to explain, like make understand here, is that grieving is different for everyone. Hence, why the timing will be different, the way they share it different. The only way we can help to a person who's grieving is by being there for them when they need us to be and don't expect to be expect them to be anything not strong not sad not just don't expect they're going through something already and they only need you there to support them one of my favorite myths in fact this myth comes in many shapes and forms in different topics moving on means forgetting hold on this can mean many things First of all, if we apply grieving, because grieving doesn't only belong to losing someone, it it can be a grieving of a job, job loss. It can be grieving of, um, and and a divorce. It can, it, you can grieve for so many things. But if I, if you are listening, and if you belong to a rugby crowd. I'm sure that you know a rugby player's career coming to an end will probably bring a grieving period of them trying to forget their memories because they shouldn't be forgetting their memories. Grieving doesn't exactly mean forgetting everything, like forget the way you live or forget the things we've done. That is definitely not a healthy way to approach uh, a loss. Moving on means accepting accepting that this has happened expecting there will be other consequences accepting that there will be other opportunities for you and the most important part of grieving is being in peace about it being able to speak to it speak about it with the right person in the right time and just feeling in your heart in peace with it many people um, look for different ways of finding peace in themselves and accepting the situation. Some people find their... some people go to their religion and find peace in it. Some people go to meditation. Some people go to their loved ones. Some people go to their therapists. But there's so many ways to help you get through the stages of grieving and the more you're informed about it, the more you'll also accept yourself when you're grieving. The attitude has to be, I'm in peace, the fact that this happened. I'm in peace that I can't change this. I am in peace that I'll create new opportunities myself. I'm in peace that life will bring better things for me. And along this way, grieving will bring many unexpected emotions, including hysteria or maybe just being over the top or like excessive shopping. It can come in many, many, many different forms. So expect that there will be unexpected emotions. Grieving process will be unique to you. It will not be like someone else's, not in any shape or form or time. You should seek out one-to-one support when you are in a time of grieving. You should not go through it alone. If anything can be said about grieving, even though it comes in many shapes and forms, it is very important that you don't go through it alone. Um, One of the other things that the research supports is that if you take care of yourself physically, it will support you emotionally. And there's a lot of research on it, but please don't take it as oh, I have to hit the gym. No, you you just do whatever feels right for your body and physically. Uh, One of the most important things I have to outline is it is important to understand the difference between depression and grieving. Um, you can look for symptoms such as depression will be more losing the will to live. Um, you'll experience slowness in your speech or in your bodily movements and generally uh, or you might be feeling suicidal. And then you should definitely seek for help. You should definitely talk to someone that is not a part of grieving. That is one thing that you can tell. That is depression and you should speak to someone. And there's always someone out there. If there's no one out there, I'm out here. Please reach out to me. I'll be very happy to help and talk. And we can spread the message and inform as much as we can. Lastly, those five stages that I was talking about. And this is a very, very general one. This was presented by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross in 1969 as Five Stages of Grieving. First one is denial. So saying, no, this has not happened. Two is anger. Why has this happened to me? Approach. Three is bargaining. So, bargaining? Bargaining? Oh, no, let me know about that one. Uh, And that is, if this doesn't happen... I will do this. This can mostly occur in, I think, people's prayers. Four is depression. And five, and the most beautiful stage, is acceptance. But it takes a while, guys. As you can see, nothing is easy. And it is impossible for people to reach to acceptance of what happened as soon as they experience a loss. Grieving takes many stages and it can be as long as the person needs. So just be there for the people around you that goes through a loss or are grieving. And if you are one of them, just know you are not alone. Everyone goes through it differently. There is no expectation of how you must feel, what you must do. It is your journey and it's rest for us to respect it. So please don't make a situation harder on yourself by trying to change your emotions or put yourself, put your emotions in a box where you have to maintain yourself or like you have to push down your emotions. It is your journey. Take it slow, take it easy and it should all be fine. Um, If you have any questions or suggestions, please DM me on Instagram at rightmindsc and I'll see you in the next episode.